Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast for the 1st of September, 2017. It's crazy, we've uh, we've beaten the winter weather. We we got through it together. You know, like, as bad as winter can get in South Australia, which is like four kind of intense hailstorms, like... <laughs> A chair blew over in someone's backyard. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough, man. Uh, it's one of the things that makes me quite happy about the fact that we don't get where I'm from anyway. We don't get super, super intense winters, you know. You get like blackouts and shit here and there, but that's just part of the volatile nature of electricity, I guess. And, you know, weather. and Water and electricity really don't mix. So if a bunch of it, like, power supply gets rained on, man, I'm not a scientist, I don't know how it works, <laughs> but it's, it's, it can't be a good mix. Jesus, I just saw the sound wave for that. That sounded so aggressive. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it's cool, it's been a good little winter. So I'm quite happy that it's going to, you know, brighten up a little bit more, because I was talking, when I was getting my hair cut the other day, I was talking to my barber, and... He'd just come back from a holiday in Queensland where it was perfect weather the whole time there. Like, I think he said it was consistently like 25 degrees Celsius basically the whole time he was there. And he was there for about half a week. And he said, and he'd just come back and it was like dingy, shitty, overcast, grey, boring weather. We're just kind of talking about the effect that that genuinely can have an effect on your mental health. Like... When you just are out there and you see just grey, just it almost feels hopeless when you kind of look at it sometimes. You're like, fuck, man, more of this. And like, there's not a break in the clouds and you're just like, ugh. It's just miserable and boring and shit. Good God. Well, that's a <laughs> positive way to start the podcast, isn't it? I don't know how I always manage to fucking drag it through the mud. Makes it sound like I'm fucking all kinds of sad. Which I'm not. I'm actually quite happy. I'm, which I'll get into eventually. Um, but any pausing that you'll hear is me taking drinks of water, as I always say. So what did I get up to in the week? Uh, let's recap it. Oh, I left you on Friday saying that I was going to go see my friend Billy's band uh, called Brain Freeze play uh, in the city. Which I did, which was awesome. That I saw them on like a five-six band bill, and I had to leave just before the second-to-last band finished because, to be honest, I'm old. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. Um, if I'm in Adelaide and it's like midnight and I'm not staying in Adelaide the night, and I have to drive about an hour to get back home. I'm more than likely going to... And, like, the show's still going on and it's midnight. I'm more than likely going to leave unless I know the people that are in the band that's playing. Like, I know that's not cool, that's not hardcore, but it's like, dude, I'm at an age now where I'm starting to understand how important recovery and rest is. That shit has a genuine effect on your life. It's like, that's one of those things that when I look back on it and I was like, man, maybe that's why I was such a fucking aggressive dude all of high school, because I barely slept well not barely slept but it was like i'd sleep like four hours a night because i was an idiot 
like I, I would average four to six hours, I should say, a night because I was an idiot and I'd like internet and just try to find anything that I could to keep myself up. And then the weekends I'd like sleep 10, 12 hours and I was like, oh, that's not healthy, is it? And it's uh, I'm kind of uh, relieved that I've discovered that <laughs> this late in my life. But I'm of the understanding that, well, of the belief, that for things like that, because I shouldn't say this as a blanket statement, but I feel like just for most things in life, it's never too late to discover a certain thing. Like, okay, obviously there's some things like, you know, don't hate people because their views are different from yours. I think that's one that you should kind of know from the get-go. But like... You know, I might be wrong. Just like me saying, knowing how important recovery is, a lot of people would say that's something you should have known from the beginning, you goddamn moron. So that's just my personal view. But I'm of the belief that, like, it's never too late to know something new. Like, I was talking to a family member today, and he was just like, man, I'm almost 50, because he was struggling, like, just some mobility issues here and there, just because jobs in construction and all that, you know. Not the best diet, just a lot of downtime, not doing too much physical activity outside of the not hugely physical um, portion of work that he's in because he's not a, a laborer. And I was talking to him and he's just like, I'm, I'm like old, I can't just, I just can't do things anymore. It's like, no, you fucking can. It's never too late to work on things like that in that... Just because you're older doesn't mean you can't do something to benefit yourself. It just means you can't go as hard as someone who's, you know, in their 30s might. So you can still exercise, but you just want to focus on things like like mobility. Because it's like, one thing that really terrifies me is the thought that I might get to an age when I, because the thought of getting to an age where I can't move properly scares the shit out of me. Because, like, if I can't do that, I'm fucked. Like, I might as well, you know, just call it a day by that time. So I just try to, want to try to, you know, negate any possibility of that ever happening. So I'm, that's another thing. It's never too late to realize how important being mobile is. So I'm trying to incorporate a lot of things like that when I do exercise now. significant warm-ups, you know, understanding the importance of warming up, understanding the importance of correct technique, so you don't, you know, destroy your joints, understanding the importance of dynamic, different exercises, varying exercises, you know, and then the recovery is so important, you know, good nutrition. It's like, if... It's like uh, this old Henry Rollins quote, how he's like, I'm going to butcher it, but he's talking about basically how he has a theory, uh, well, his, th- his, his, his process, his thought process is like, do you ever have that old car, that old shitty car, you know, that 20-year-old car that was the first car that you ever bought? You didn't really care about it. You scratched it up. You dinged it here and there. You just filled it up with the shitty fuel that I think he says is like 20 cents a gallon, which, you know, I wish it was like that now. 
Um, but you fill it up with that cheap, shitty fuel that, you know, you fill up your golf cart with. It doesn't really matter. Just as long as it goes. But then what if you upgraded to, like, a Maserati? What would you do with that, you know? You're not going to put that cheap shit in there. You're going to make it premium. You're going to make it, like, tip-top. You're going to make it amazing. And his thought is, you're born a Maserati, so why would you choose to put something like all that shit food and heroin and stuff into your body? Now, that is a terrible <laughs> paraphrasing of it, but if you search into YouTube, uh, Henry Rollins, born a Maserati, uh, that should come up. It's a good little quote. He's got tons of good little quotes that, you know, are nice little inspirations that kind of keep you going through the day if you have a feeling like you need a bit of a pick-me-up. Him and uh, Jocko Willink are both really good for it because they both have great values and everything that I think um, as a young man that's trying to really find out where I'm going in life, if I have a, some kind of guidance under the what they can teach me in a way, I don't think that I can... I don't think that's going to hurt. Uh, speaking of values, I just finished a book... Uh, for the first time in a long time, I actually read a really good, like, legitimate book. Uh, I finished reading The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and I'd, I'd recommend it. It's a cool little book. Like, it's not even, not little, but when you say cool little book, it sounds patronizing. It's a cool book, but the only thing about it is that the title is so aggressive that a lot of people kind of take it to think that it's like, it's teaching you, don't give a fuck about anything. Fuck everyone, but it's not. It's the core val the core principle that you take away from it, more than anything else, I think, is that you have to have um your values have to like you have to have you have to change your values and align your goals with your values. Because if your value like if you value decency and everything, like if you value honesty, your goal has to be, you know, be honest with yourself, be true to others, don't gossip, don't talk about anything that you aren't comfortable talking about, let people know your boundaries, let people know things about you, you know, like, be honest. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> that was a really elaborate way of me saying being honest. Be honest. But yeah. It's a cool book. I definitely recommend reading it. I'm going to go back and reread it this week, just like I said last week to try to soak it all up again and then get really into it and then hopefully that's kind of a it'll be kind of a bit more absorbed that way. Uh man, that was a fucking tangent and a half. Um Oh, so the this weekend, well, the previous weekend, sorry, on Saturday, I ended up doing something that I'm going to do for the last time for a long time after this weekend, which I'll explain this weekend soon. But I'm really at a point now where I'm just kind of, because I was talking to a friend of mine about this, that I'm just kind of over the local drinking scene in this town, in the Barossa. What I mean by that is that 
We've really got one decent pub, like I've said. So, you have to bank on that being good. And you sometimes you luck out. Sometimes it's awesome. More often than not, it's just shit. And it was just... It was the last straw for me the other day that we went there. And I was like, it's such an effort to come here just to drink. It's like, this is just... If you wrote that down and showed it to someone that, that you know, doesn't drink, it was like, do you want to travel, you know, do you want to go out of your way to go somewhere that might or might not be good to drink overpriced alcohol in an environment full of people that you probably don't like that much? It's like, no, I don't think I do. Whereas the people there are normally cool, but, you know, just sometimes the atmosphere is kind of shit and then... That makes people start fights and then just, uh, it's frustrating. And it's also due to the fact that I'm worried that I'm starting to drink too much. Just because, like, I don't drink too much compared to, you know, what a statistic might be for someone that drinks too much. But personally, I, I believe that I am. It's not in line with the uh, discipline that I'm trying to keep within myself. So, yeah, I'm just kind of over it. So... I'm thinking that after this gourmet weekend this weekend, because I'm going to have a few, just because, you know, you go to a bunch of wineries, so there's always wine that I want to try. Um, But I think after that, I'm just going to be the sober guy from then on out. Just getting a bit sick of it. And you spend so much money when you go out drinking sometimes, it's just not worth it. It's like, am I really going to meet my wife? Well, I don't want to fucking think that far ahead. But it's like, am I really going to meet someone I want to be with at the pub? Maybe, but I don't really care. Like, I was hanging out with a friend today, and we were talking about it. Like, he recently had a thing happen where he had a potential relationship not go right. So him and I were talking about that because I had the same thing happen to myself about two, uh, sorry, about three, four weeks ago. Like, him and I were both in situations where we were like, oh, yeah, this might happen, and then it just didn't. And then you just kind of fall flat in your face, and you're like, man, this is fucked. I feel shit, you know. What's going to happen? I'm sick of putting myself out there, da 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 And we were just both at a stage where it's like, I'm just not really caring if I find someone at the moment. Which... It's almost ironic saying that out loud because it it's one of those things that if I heard someone say that, it's like, that's what someone who wants to find someone would say. But it's just, you know, I'm treating this like a personal therapy session. I don't really care, man. Why would I have no reason to be dishonest on this? The only reason I have to be silent is to drink, which I keep doing at the moment. I drank so much water. <clears throat> Look at me, brag. I'm I'm the most hydrated man in the world right now. Um, but we were talking about it, and it's like there will come a time when you'll miss all the freedom that you had being a young single guy. And that's not to say that being married with kids and like you know having a quote proper life isn't cool because that's and that's not something that I'd like to have because I 
there's plenty of people out there that wouldn't want that, but I don't know, maybe I'll want that one day, maybe I won't, I'm not sure, but I think going with the thought to that you need someone to order in order to move on to the next stage of your life or whatever has the potential to do almost like one step forward and two steps back because you think you're getting there and you think you're getting closer towards the next stage in your life and then boom it's just shit goes wrong you're like fuck now i got to go from the start again so it's like fuck that man I'm at a stage where I'm just like I'm going to work on myself I'm doing the same with my friend him and I kind of came to an agreement because I wanted to kind of because I feel like the thought process that I've kind of come into the last few months has kind of been very beneficial for me. So if it can help anyone, I'm pretty psyched to share my rough thoughts anyway. Like, I'd be really, really stoked if it helped him, is what I should say. So, and you know, I can only share my own experience, so I'm only going to share what worked for me. So it was one of those, like, this is what's worked for me so far. So I'm just trying to work on myself more than anything else in that. You always hear that quote of like, think to yourself, would someone want to date you? But I don't like that quote in a way because you're still thinking of yourself in a way that like, you're wanting someone to date you. I'm thinking more like, if I think of myself from an outside perspective, I think of myself more so like, does what you do have the potential to benefit someone else like do, do, do are you a positive influence and i think i haven't been lately because i've just been doing all this dumb shit and i've just not you know got my life on track so the last few months i've been trying to get that back done together but get that back done together get that back together i should say and, like, um, really start to set myself up on the path that will decide my own future for myself. And then whatever happens along the way happens along the way. But I'm thinking more so, this is the chance that I have in life to be super selfish and pick the things that are going to benefit me. So I'm going to do that. And I have a rough idea of what I'm going to do with that for the rest of the year that, you know, knock on wood, will hopefully work out. And if not, you know, it, if if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. The, you know, the, the aspirations might not always work, but it's like, fuck it, man. I'm glad I tried. There's no point in me not trying because I'm going to get a bit bleak here. Like it says in the, the sorry, big, big old hip up, hip up, hick up. <clears throat> Can't even speak. I'm hiccuping that hard. Like it says in the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Basically, it says like there's, this is going to get kind of dark, but it's like, there comes a point where you have to start realizing your own mortality. So it's like, man, you're not going to fucking be here forever, man. You're going to die one day, which is a scary thought. But like, I feel like the more that you think about it, the more you can control how you feel about it. So you can either go, man, what's the fucking point in doing anything? I'm going to fucking die anyway. Nothing I do makes any sense. Nothing I do has any point to it or any value. Just fuck it. No. God, no. The exact opposite. Do something that leaves a mark. Like, not for the whole world, because that's really fucking hard. We're not all going to be Elon Musk. We're not all going to be Bill Gates. 
but can you do something that's going to affect those around you and then they'll have a better life because of it? Then do that. That's what I want. I want to be that guy that can do something positive for himself. Then hopefully, in turn, it'll be something good for others. So that way I can live, you know, a really positive life full of love where I've, not that I can't, that I can't be myself now, because I always am, but you know, I can, I never feel like I don't have to be myself. I really hope that made sense. Oh, Lordy. Because it's one of those things that you start to like, uh, Notice that you're a bit of a reflection of those you associate yourself with. And again, with that, because I go to the pub so much lately, there's too many people that I'll see there that it's like, you start to pick up on the traits of them and all the dumb shit that they start to do. Just can't do that. That's too negative. And they're influencing influencing me too much. Nah, done. Just done. So I just got to find more things. And I've got a few things that I'm going to try to do that I'm going to try to sort out that I'm not going to say out loud yet because if I do, it'll jinx it. No, <laughs> it won't jinx it, but it's just i got to sort it out before I get it 100% down. So I'd rather do that before I say anything about it, I think. All right. Um, it's a bit of a shorter one this week. I'm already going to get into my album recommendation. So, uh, sorry if you're expecting a bit of a long one, but just honestly haven't had a huge amount to say, to be honest, I guess. Uh, my album recommendation this week is a bit more of a heavy one. Surprise, surprise. It's, a, uh, it's an album called Last Lights by an Australian hardcore band called Hand of Mercy who uh, unfortunately have broken up since. I think they broke up in 2016, early 2016. It was a great tour. I managed to catch them on that, which was awesome. Uh, But Last Lights was the last album they released with their original vocalist, who came back for that tour, which was awesome. And it's just fucking so solid, man. There's a lot of anger on it, but in a good way. Like, it'll fire you up. Like, I like to... I almost put it under the category of, like, there's some music you listen to that makes you angry and you're just like, yeah, fuck the world, fuck this, da, 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 da. but there's some that I call like gym angry in that you put it on and you have a fucking solid weight session or something and you feel good. It pushes you a bit more. Um, <laughs> oh, it's such a good album. Uh, oh yeah, I got to pull up the stats for it. Sorry. That's become my thing a little bit here as well, I guess. Uh, it came out on under Unify Records, Australia. And we've got 11 songs on it, and it goes for 33 minutes. If I had to pick a song off this for you to look up, I'd go with the song Dexter. That's a sick song. That's a sick breakdown. Oh, it'll make you go buck wild. So, I think that's about it for this week for me. Uh, this weekend sees the start of the, sees the start, sees the gourmet weekend coming to the Barossa. 
and I'll actually be going to it this year for the first time ever, which I'm both excited and nervous about because I've never done it before, so it's kind of scary. So that's another thing on my list that I'm kind of doing, you know, ticking off a new experience that I've not done before. Most of all, I'm just honestly excited to just hang out in cool environments and dress up. Very rarely do you get an opportunity to wear a suit to go do something. So I was like, why the fuck not? You know? Be perfect. Um, I don't really have any kind of a cool little thing that I'd like to wrap up the podcast with. I kind of ran my mouth a lot tonight <laughs> getting it all out. I think the thing that I can think of most that I've started to try to apply to myself is a cool little quote. I think it's by Jocko Willink. I was thinking about it today and I was like, this really is spot on. It's like, in regards to trying to get your shit together in life. It's like, this is going wrong. I don't like this about me. I don't like that about me. I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And I don't want my life to go this way. And then it's just like the solutions are staring me in the face and I just didn't see it. And now I'm starting to see it. And I really like this quote. It's like, you already know what it is you have to do. So just do it. I was like, fuck. Great quote. Jocko's the man. So, I'm going to do what it is that I have to do. And uh, until then, I will see you next week. Have a great week, guys.